Welcome to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Meredith Deeds today. I am Meredith Deeds. You are Meredith Deeds. Every day I'm Meredith Deeds. All the times. Um, we're so glad to have you here. Van- so uh, Hanson's on her here. van trip. It's nice to have you back in the chair. I'm happy. After a while, because of course, be Meredith, you know, it's just a wealth of food knowledge, you guys. <laughs> this is a woman who cooks professionally all the time. I have nothing else to do. Right? <laughs> Why not? In. The kids are gone. The kids are gone. You know? I don't have anything, anyone to eat it anymore, but yeah, I'm do cooking. You, are you, <laughs> you have a husband, but I do. is he like, uh, give it to the neighbors? Well. Like, you have to make a bunch of cheesecakes. Yeah, I'm going to be giving it to the neighbors. Yeah. Yes. Do because- they love you? They're never gonna move. Oh yeah, they do. They 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 do. Uh, are always happy to get it. And sometimes you know I bring it over, and then they'll give me a, a like a cocktail, and that's nice. And we'll get to have a little. It's a sharing moment. That's good. They share booze, and yep. I share cheesecake. That's I like that. <laughs> I think it's a good. Plan. That is a that is like how good neighborhoods <laughs> exist. Actually, yes. I think I have the best neighborhood. You really do. I love it. Okay, well it's time. It's time for the thing we love the most. Top two in hour two. Give me the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two. Winning, winning, Okay, so this is the time, you guys, where we talk about two things that are sort of... We are kind of just a little obsessed with and uh, that we just can't stop thinking about. I'm going to let you go first. What's your first one? My first one is salsa matcha. Salsa matcha. So, the other night, um, I was at... Pajarito. Yes. And they do for their happy hour um, salsa matcha wings. Oh. And it reminded me of how much I love salsa matcha. Um, so salsa matcha is a uh, Mexican salsa mm-hmm. and it's but it's very unusual. It's it's kind of an oil based like almost like a chili oil. Yeah. In you know, but using the Mexican flavor profiles. But what they do differently is they put peanuts in it. So um if you like Chili crisp, which is which the thing everybody's, that everybody's like all has, you know, yeah. into. Although I think, by the way, you talked about chili crisp. I did on the show first. I did. I broke it here. You did, folks. You and, did. And although other people do know what salsa matcha is, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm breaking it here. Okay, again. let's do it. Let's do it. So salsa matcha is made just like chili crisp. Essentially, you've got your um, you've got your thing of oil, like a pan of oil, and then you uh, you put in chilies and you put in peanuts in this case and other spices and um and then you blend it in a food processor until it's not quite smooth like i don't like my salsa matcha to be like a homogenous right situation which is um you know how you sometimes find it but but where you could see like chili crisp where you could see like the little bits floating in the oil that's what i like yeah so i do have a recipe and in, in the star tribune i did it back in june but if you can find it you can find it on um on uh, the Star Tribune website, just type in salsa matcha recipe. Google, but Google it, Google it, 
And uh, and it is so easy to put together, but it stays. Like, it stays. Because it's an oil thing, right? it stays good in your refrigerator for a long time. So I use it as a condiment for, like, I mean, I like it on toast. It's so good. It's got a little bit of vinegar and sugar in it. It's, it's, it's just a really good, solid condiment to have. Do you in put your? You can put it on eggs. You can put it on anything. Do you? Is because it's oil based. Do you put it in your refrigerator and does it solidify then? Like almost like I a put spread? it in my refrigerator. It does have like a lot of goodies in it. It's yeah. like it it's has like, a lot of chilies and peanuts yeah. in it. So it's not just a a real super loose oil in there. But um, but yeah, I put it in the refrigerator because I I want to keep it for a while and um and then you can just scoop a little out. And it does, as you heat it up, kind of loosen. Okay. And you can, I, I use it on everything. I like it. I like it. It's I, my condiment of the moment. Of the moment. Of the summer. It's my I, summer condiment, but it, it's going to go right into fall and winter. Yeah, I feel like I did see, I feel like actually Ann Kim put like a salsa matcha wings oh, recipe yeah. in my our magazine during Super Bowl. And I oh. remember being like, what's that? Like no idea. Yeah, and but you can find it in taquerias everywhere. I was telling my son I was making it, and he lives in Chicago, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that in a lot of you know, yeah, taquerias. Oh god, such good stuff. All so right, good. so my first one is actually I have like two of the two funny things of I'm just sort of in a, a Japan place all of a sudden. Nice. Um, but I I went and had a, a drink and um some snacks at Sanjisan mm. in North Loop, which is you know um. Karunomise is, you know, the Kaiseki. Uh-huh. They yep. took over the old origami space. And <clears throat> Sanju-san is sort of Danny Del Prado and Shige, Chef Shige, Italian and Japanese fusion. Oh, I'm going there together. tonight. Have you not been there yet? I haven't, but that sounds... Oh, I love both of those people. Yes. And, and together, it could only be magic. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the thing is, it's not so crazy because Italian and I mean, like the Italian restaurants in Japan are actually kind of amazing and super renowned. Who knew? Oh, my God. And so what I think is so interesting is and we haven't talked about them in a while because, you know, it's like you talk about new restaurants and you get excited and then you move on. Right. But it was kind of nice to go back and, you know, my son's moved into North Loop. And so I was like, hey, let's go meet for happy hour. Sat at the bar. Had just a delightful experience. Beautiful Wagyu carpaccio. Oh. I mean, take the win on that. Absolutely. But then we did this spaghetti with uni in an uni cream sauce. Ooh. So an uni is sort of a... Um, oh, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a sea urchin. Yes. Why? I was like, it's not an eel. <laughs> that's unagi. Uni is a sea urchin. Sea urchin. Right. Yeah. And so you often find that, you know, on the, um, you know, like on sushi plates oh, or yes. like. And it's prized. Like it uni is. is like a thing that foodies it, love, love, love. Yes. And and it's a little under, like you wouldn't, it's that, if you think about it, it's like that orange, it almost looks kind of fluffy in a way. Yes. And so I think the thing that people, so what they use it is they made an uni cream sauce for oh, this yeah. pasta oh, with breadcrumbs and snow crab. Is. You guys. Oh, I. Uh, like yes. the best version of like, uh, you know what I mean? Like an uni cream sauce is just if you like sort of that salty, briny. Umaminess. Yeah, that's exactly what it brought. But then also if that's not your bag. We also had 
really a stellar panzanella. I'm sure that's going to be off the menu, but it's like panzanella was the salad of summer. I felt like of course. everybody, As it but, should I mean, be. but this year Tomatoes, particularly, bread, cucumbers, everybody did it. This one is not that it is little bits of squash and cucumbers and avocado oh. and like a little bit of cupy mayo in there. And then these hunks of bread mm. and black sesame. And it was, it was outstanding. That sounds outstanding. Terrific. So Sandra-san is my second pick, and I just think that that's a place that we all have to go. Yes. Okay. And they were busy. All right. What's your second? Okay. Well, it's October. Octoberfest. Yes. It's, it's, I mean, it's almost October. Um, but but Octoberfest. October this now. is it. This, this is it. It started this, this weekend, it. officially. And, you know, what goes with beer? Pretzels. 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 So I want to talk about a couple of places to get really yummy pretzels. And you can't talk about pretzels in Minneapolis without talking about Aki's. No, I know. Aki's? Aki's? I think it's Aki's. Aki's. Yeah. Aki's Bakery um, in the North Loop, right? Right. right. Well, Northeast. Northeast. That's right. No, I'm sorry. Northeast. That's what I meant to say. Um, And by Fair State Brewery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It is so good. This is a German baker. He knows what he's doing. And he makes some really good pretzels. So good. Go get an Aki's pretzel. But if you can't get an Aki's pretzel. Yeah. Go to Lund's and Byerly's because this time of year they sell what we refer to as the Milwaukee Bavarian Beast. It's the beast. It's the beast. It's a pretzel beast. It's a pretzel beast. It's a pound of... Pretzel, they sell it in the frozen section. You heat it up in your oven and you serve it to a crowd because it's a, or just by yourself if you're really into a carb situation. Yeah. Um, and serve it with your favorite mustard or find a cheese sauce. I think at, 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 the, at Milwaukee, they serve it with nacho cheese. Of course they, <laughs> of course they, of course they do. Of course but, they do. Um, but yeah, no, it's a fun, it's, it's a fun little pretzel experience and it's kind of local-ish and, um, and they only sell it this time of year, I think at London Byerly's. Really? I've in the freezer it, section? In the freezer section. Okay. It's a big box. It looks like a pizza box. Yeah, no. It's a big pretzel. It's a big pretzel. So. There's a lot of places that are doing that. You know, sort of like as a bar snack. Yeah. You know, Hope Breakfast Bar has a pretzel, I think, on their menu, too. I think they do. Yeah, they're, I think they're saying they do. That. But I do love, I love, you know, I love, like, Aki's. You Aki's can find them, by so the way. At, I think they're at Utapil's this weekend for <gasps> October Festival there, they, too. Are you, they really? Yeah, you'll find them around. Oh, that is that is a terrific There's also a place called Northeast Pretzel that's not Aki's, but it is. They, they're also at good? maybe Bauhaus or something, too. Yeah. Nice. But then there's also making your own pretzels, which is tough. Making but, your own. We were just talking about that. Yeah. That's, a, that's a thing Steph and I are both going to do. We're going to do it when we part back. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So I have one quick last one as I went out to... Um, <clears throat> Tattersall and River Falls for the uh, Billy, the sushi, Spirit of Sushi Man <laughs> shochu. I know, thing. I know. Uh, well, he carved, you guys, he butchered an entire tuna, a 180 pound fish. Oh, wow. We watched Billy cut it down. Oh, wow. And it was amazing. It was a very, very That's cool an experience. And not only that, but there's something about like, you know, and then like getting the f- cut right, the sushi cut right off the fish. Yeah, that fish was swimming like thirty-seven hours before oh he my cut gosh. that fish. That's the world today in Minneapolis. Exactly, you can. It was swimming in River Falls, an ocean, yeah, away, and then it got to him. Yes, and he brought it there, and we were cutting into it, and it was just like having that kind of a sushi and having that fresh of fish. Mm-hmm. You know, that tuna experience. The is the bluefin is like it is something that you don't. I mean, like it's hard to understand. Supermarket sushi after you've had that sushi. Exactly. And it's, exactly. it's, I mean, or that fish. It's really, you know, I understand. 
So oh, she man. Just the rice, but it's different. And so I just, that was a really great experience. You're living the life, Steph. If you can, if you can get to, if he ever does these, like, you know, fish breakdowns, get a ticket. Oh, yeah. Get a ticket. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we are going to talk a little bit about a cool wine event happening um, October 18th. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on this sort of gray afternoon. You know what's good during a gray afternoon is maybe a glass of wine. Just start day drinking. Oh, yes. Don't you think? Any excuse. Yes, any excuse. So, which is why <laughs> five I'm so... Five o'clock somewhere. It is. It doesn't even need to be five o'clock, yo. <laughs> um, but we do... I'm so glad that we have joining us. We have Aaron Ungerman on the line. Aaron, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? We, I, we got you. Um, I'm so okay, glad... Perfect. To be talking about wine because you and I have an event coming up in October that sort of celebrates and is, takes a really fun look at food and wine pairing, and it's called Psalm Slam. Tell us a little bit about what Psalm Slam is. Yeah, so this is, I believe, the sixth year of yeah. Psalm Slam, and we are very excited at New France to be um, partnering up with the team um, at Manello, just your concept. So it's a dinner that's all about focusing on the incredible Psalms, talented wine professionals in our community. So it's a four course dinner where each course will be two wines and there's two Psalms um, competing, right? They each pick a wine to pair with that course. And then the people that are dining at the dinner get to vote on which they think was the best pairing. And then there's an overall, like who had the best pairing overall who wins Psalm Slam 2022. So it's a really fun, interactive um, food and wine experience on October 18th at Manila Restaurant. And it's kind of interesting. I think a lot of people don't, you know, when we talk about like sommeliers and wine professionals, I think I think there's a lot of people who still don't understand like what a Psalm's job is. Um, and t- so, you know, there's people who are like wine sommeliers, you know, by certification, and there's some by profession, there's some who are off premise or on premise. Erin, tell a little bit Absolutely. about like wh- wh- who these wine professionals are and like what they do. Absolutely. Yeah. So this year we wanted to, because there's wine professionals, right, in the retail setting and the restaurant setting. And this year we wanted to kind of bring it back to the folks that are working the floors. When you go into a restaurant, they're writing the wine list. They're the people that are picking out the wines to pair with you. So we picked a group of eight individuals, um, all that are running programs at different restaurants around the Twin Cities. Um, and we're really excited. We've got, um, I think on the first course, we've got Liz from Muriel, and she's um, going to be competing against David from Churchill Street. That's fun. Um, we have Claire. I know. I think that's going to be really fun. Second course, we've got Claire from Spoon and Sable and Nassim from P.S. Steak. Um, so two really incredibly talented um, wine buyers in the Twin Cities with great palates. Um, yeah, Serena from Janska Glava and Connor from Manello will be pairing off on the third course. And Serena is our reigning champ. Right. And then Connor obviously has that home turf advantage a little bit. So I think that'll be a fun one to see. And um, lastly, we have Paul Hennessy, who um, is the wine director at Mara, Kevin Kaysen's place at the Four Seasons, and Hayden, who um, is the wine um, buyer for Cadenumise and San Josan. So oh. that'll be a really fun dual as well. So yeah, I mean, just really, these are all people that 
you know, they, they live and breathe wine. That's, that's a big aspect of their job. It's not the only aspect of their job, but it's a very big aspect of their job is picking out these wines, tasting the wines. And there's so much thoughtfulness that I, I maybe think that the average human or consumer doesn't realize all the things that it sort of takes to, to do that job. And so we wanted to bring a little honor and focus on that. Right. And this is, I think this is really integral because a lot of people, you know, you look at the menu, maybe you go to a restaurant and, mm-hmm. and for instance, I was at uh, Kaluna with a bunch of ladies and we oh, yeah. were kind of looking at the restaurant and thinking about like, okay, we're going to be eating spices, you know, we're kind of like, you know, what kind of heat levels, but then also, you know, what's kind of like the depth of umami we're going to find in some of these things. And we just didn't know. We're like, should we do a white? Should we do a red? And so, how's the wine fitting in? Right. And sure. so, instead of just yeah. saying cocktail, so we, Amy Waller, who is uh, working there, she was like, I Amazing. got you. Yeah. She's like, do you like this? Yeah. Do you like clean? Do you like, you know, something more complex? Right. You know, and so that whole thing of yeah. like her knowing that wine list and how she built it and then going into like how we, she knew we were going to order. Right. Like, that's a service that I think people are afraid to take a part people, of and and that's such a big part it's a of huge your dining part of your experience, experience. Yeah. yeah absolutely yes. it's, it's such a huge piece of hospitality and yes. obviously there's so much more focus you know with all the attention about psalms and the, and the movies and the documentaries right like in the last five years this is yeah. something this this industry is getting a lot more attention but i think there's so much more conversation that could be had about what you know what is a sommelier's job and do you have to be certified to be a sommelier and you know like because some of these people don't necessarily have certifications but this is the job that they're doing they're living and breathing it right and 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 have the experience with it and are all really talented individuals so yeah yeah it's a really it's a fun event and it's a different dinner you know it's interactive it's it's got a kind of you know, it's a throwdown. These these folks are competing, man. They they wanna they want the they want the trophy. I don't know if they want the trophy. Maybe they more want the magnum. Maybe they just want the and, bragging you know, rights. Bragging <laughs> rights. Right. Bragging rights more than anything. I think it's bragging rights. But so, it is yeah, fun. It's, it's it's really fun. It's fun to kind of go in and then like basically you know the way that it really is like you sit down for dinner and we're all at these tables. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be there emceeing and so I'll be there chatting it yeah. up. And then you basically they you know first course comes out and the two psalms you know they they pour the wines and then you get to taste one you get to taste the other and you get to compare and contrast with each bite you get to have this like and you get to kind of learn with your table what you're doing and how right. it's tasting it's not a thing that you usually yeah. get to have done right what a fun experience no. yeah no. and it's, then they talk it's super interactive yeah yeah and then we don't know who's you know like we do there's the judges and i think judges we have two chefs and two uh, wine people, right? Doing the wine judging this year. Yeah, yeah. So we have um, Ashley Houseman, a master of wine. We have Peter Plain, um, the wine buyer at Certix, and like an OG, one of the um, founders of Twin Cities Wine um, Education here in or Twin Cities Wines, the farms uh, here in the Twin Cities. And then we have um, Jim Christensen. Jim Christensen. Sorry, yeah. I can't talk this morning. I haven't had coffee yet. Oh God! And um, I know I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, and then our other chef we have, and I'm just going to double check, making sure that I have this right because it's been a little bit of a moving target with the judges this oh. year. We have a uh, Susan Dunlap, who is right. a chef owner of Jones in the Park. So She's two great. chefs and two wine professionals. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Very excited. Thank you, Erin, for being on. Psalm Slam is October 18th, and we'll put a ticket link up in the on the show page but you guys come on down hope to see you all thank you so much for having thanks, me thanks aaron we'll be right back
Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dash. Um, I'm Seth March. I'm here with Meredith Thedes. And we are people who consume a lot of food media. We we actually create a lot of food media. We consume a lot of food media. Consume a lot of food. But we also sort of, you know, you got to keep your eyes on the trends and everything else. We have to talk about butterboards. Yes. (laughs) Because that is the thing that has popped up this last week, I think it was, or like a couple weeks. Yes. And it, it like, I don't know why, but like I got like six notes from people being like, oh my God. Did you see the butter bar thing? Yes. And what this is, is on TikTok and on Instagram and everywhere else, people are taking, like, they're making a, a butter board, like a charcuterie board. Yes. And what they're yeah. doing is they're spreading, like, butter on a plank and then topping it with, like, berries and figs and cute Beautiful things. Beautiful things. Yeah, really? flowers and edibles and all this stuff. And so it's very, um, it's very pretty. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's very cor- gorgeous. Yes. And as most of the dishers know, I I mean, like, I support anything with butter. And eating butter as a cheese, that's me. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, when you think about it, you're going to put cheese on a cracker, you know, a big fat slab of that. Why wouldn't you just put butter? It's the same thing. That's right. Um, that's right. All that cheese is is aged butter. In all honesty, do you really need the cracker? <laughs> do you even need to, the cracker? Just put a little salt on the end of your stick, the butter yes, stick. Yes, exactly. But I'm, so here's the thing, is like, yeah, it's it's cute, it's pretty, it's like, why does everything have to be a thing? Why is this now going to blow up and we're going to have to read all of these think pieces on the butterboard. And I mean, I know that the content is I'm right now doing what I'm saying. I'm faulting people for, which is yeah. covering it. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's pretty. It's, pretty. it's easy. I guess people are thinking about fall entertaining. Maybe. maybe I don't know. It's one of those things that, you know, somebody on TikTok got some just you know, guy is, yeah. is, is riding the wave on. Um, God bless. God bless. And, um, and you know. Justine Snacks <laughs> is what it's under. And and probably both of our children follow them on. I'm sure they do. On, yep. yeah, all of our kids. Yeah. But, um, but this particular trend, I think it's, it's very pretty. Um, you can make it very pretty. It's just sort of a Jackson Pollock-like experience on a yes. board with a whole bunch of butter underneath and then things sort of sprinkled all over it. Um. But I think it's, I don't know, in in theory, it looks great. But in practice, I'm just not sure how great that would eat. Well, uh, to me, I, okay, so like, here's... We love butter. I'm not saying anything about butter not being great to eat, but no. just kind of the, trying to get the right balance of all those ingredients on a piece of bread. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Because, like, you don't ever, like, your charcuterie boards, because like, they're all saying, this is a new charcuterie yeah. board. You get to pick and choose and right. put what you want together. This right. is like a scoop situation. It is a scoop situation. And I don't want honey and figs and all the things on my butter. <laughs> I want butter and salt and like an herb, maybe if, like a little herb. If Steph is coming to your party, yeah. do not put one of these butter boards no. out without just a crock of plain butter yes. on the side. Well, I'll just be like, where's the rest of the butter that you didn't put on the board? <laughs> I'll just, right. I'll I just grow, grab that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I'm a, sh- I'm like a, I'm like a buzzkill for a lot of things. Hanson always says that. She's like, you take everything down. And I'm saying this is beautiful. And I'm saying I, I support people who are eating butter you know, like this. In any way. Any way, shape or form. More I'm, butter, more better. More butter, more better. But um, I just, for me, it's like I'd rather, I am I guess I'm just too much of a purist for yes, it. Yes. But yes. it's pretty. 
I mean, it is. And I, maybe and I I'd can, make one with like salts and herbs for you. Maybe a simpler one. A savory. And more, some fla- yeah, like some flaky. Some Maldon. Some black Maldons, lava yes. salt, you know, All might be good. All the good things, but, um, but yeah, no, I mean... I, I do, I do though think it's pretty, it would be a pretty centerpiece to put into your. <laughs> well, and then like I, yeah, and I would absolutely have like a big old crusty bread situation. Oh, yeah. A big sourdough bowl oh, next yes. to it to tear yes. apart, like yes. with your hands. Don't cut them, just like people can right. tear parts and right. dip it in. I mean, I'm here for that. Trust me. I just don't think you need to make it as complicated no. as some of these Let's people are making it. Let's just say keep it simple. I mean, they're making it as pretty as possible. They are. And, you know, flower petals and everything. And I get that. But maybe just a couple of things on top of the butter. Okay, what would you put on your butter board? Well, you know, I don't actually mind the idea of having a layer of delicious, high quality. Again, we can't say that enough. Yeah. Like, if you're going to make a butter board, yeah. that butter better be... Get the be, Amish butter, That guys. butter better be... Better be better. Brilliant. Yeah. It better be better. Be better. Um, so, uh, so I would use a high quality butter, and maybe I would put some fig you would. jam on okay. it. Because I do like that combination, and maybe some toasted... Walnuts on that, and okay. that might be all that I put on. But that would be one option. I mean, you could certainly do rosemary and flaky salt. That would be another great one. Or, um, I mean, any n- number of herb combinations, I guess. But um, I would keep it simple. I don't think I'd put a million things on it. Okay, because the scoop is a hard. You know, it's you get you gotta curate yeah. your butter bite. Yeah, you do your better you do. butter bite. Your better butter bite needs to be. It can't. Curated. It can't be a mess. It can't be a mess. That it just is too mess. much. Yeah. No. So and also, there's something a difference about like that butter consistency with like too much things on it. It just gets yeah. into a weird space. For well, me. I think to make a butter board, that <laughs> that butter better be, that butter better be <laughs> better be the right temperature. Yeah. Better be all the all consider the things. You can't that be too hot. Can't be, it can't be too cold. Yeah, no, you got to have room temp that's kind of... And maybe even if you're going to... Maybe people are going to whip it to kind of like make it... Give it a little bit of spreadability. Maybe, maybe. I think you have to be... It's got to be just the right um, experience for this. I mean, you can't take that out and outside on a hot day no. and expect well, that to work. Also, that is going to change if you're sitting in a hot party in like there's a room and it's a right. warm room and yeah. everyone's feeling about that is that consistency is going to change. We're here to think all these things through yes. for you people. Instead of just being a TikTok phenom. That's right. Okay, so you so talking about food media. Yes. There was there's a food YouTube channel you have to talk about cuz wow. Okay, I know. This is a good one and I am obsessed. I've gone down the YouTube rabbit hole both feet first. Yes. Um, I'm all in on Ugh. country life vlog, vlog. Yeah, it's like a little video series. Yes. But it's- and you think about it's, and you think it's going to be like somebody out in the you know Midwest Prairie doing a Laura Ingalls situation, but it isn't. Oh no, it's these. This is a an older couple, not an older couple. They're probably my age. They're I, vibrant. But- They're young, <laughs> vibrant. Um. <laughs> You just went on a journey with that statement. And and they're from Azerbaijan. 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 It's, it's a lot. You guys, it's old world. It is old world. They own a farm and they do everything themselves. They grow everything they eat. They um they raise animals. They've got orchards. They've got big vegetable fields. And every um video, it's like them canning. Uh, cherry juice, or or uh, making uh, bread in their I'm watching- oven, they, and that one of them was them building their bread oven, and it is a it is a beautiful 
the videos, it sounds, it sounds funny, but the videos are gorgeous. There's nobody talking in it. So if you're into ASMR, this is a, all of the sounds are just like them cutting, cutting and, and them cracking and cracking. I'm watching them or, making a, the, the, the video is titled picking fresh blackberry and making drink and cake in, yes. the, in the village. <laughs> in the village. I'm sorry, but. I, I just know where the these are like is. I don't care. These are like this is like the Nona that everybody wants. This is like oh, it's like so the old good. world grandmother that you wish you had. It's so good, and and I I think that you never notice this during the video because in the person videotaping it is their son. He's never shown in the video, and again, there's no talking. It's just beautiful um, sound and pictures, and them kind of creating something. Them in the field picking things, yeah. and then taking it and washing the things. And and then cutting them up and making something that looks really delicious with it. And it's not really about, I don't think there's recipes with it or anything like no, that. No, they're just like it's sugar. Experience. Here's, here's baking, put in yeah. sugar. And there's like a bowl that dumps in sugar. And you kind of feel like, all right, I think I can eyeball that. I could maybe get there. Yes. But yes. like you can, like, don't go thinking you're going to download, like, you know, you're going to get like exact measurements of anything. No. And oh I'm finding God. that this is a trend on YouTube right now. I to mean, to not put recipes. No, yeah. to, to just this no talking, right. very kind of trying to visit somebody who's like in Afghanistan and the mountains, you know, the how they live there and how they cook there and how that, that life is. Um, but this one I think is so beautiful. And their home and their oh. um, and their world in on this farm is just so gorgeous. And they've got little kittens and, oh, and the little kitten, baby goats. The kitten has been playing with yard. the goat the entire time that they cut. <laughs> they're like showing canning this this drink that they're making this blackberry drink, which I gotta wonder if that's blackberry gonna be blackberry brandy of some sort at the end of the yeah at the end of the canning situation. The the canning. But they're like you know they cut away to like this goat kind of like walking through the yard with a cat playing and I'm like I absolutely need this in my life to it's calm just me down. So everything they do is so effortless but it's clearly effortful. Yeah, and there's a lot of work. It, here. It's a lot of hard work that they do. Yeah. But um but your experience as a viewer is <sighs> relaxing and just it's, I cannot get enough you can't, of these guys. I, okay, I'm in. I promise you country country life, life vlog on YouTube, but I think they've got a Facebook page and and, and they've got four and a half million viewers. Yeah. So I mean a million oh, subscribers. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not the only one that knows about this. Yeah, four point um, five million subscribers. Country Life Vlog. Look it up and you are welcome. Oh my god, I'm totally subscribing right now. I yeah, just did. subscribe fast. Okay. I love that. Any other like food media thing? Oh, we have to go. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> we come back, uh, we're gonna wrap it up and talk about some stuff going on around town and maybe some other fun things. Uh we'll be right back. This is the weekly dish on my talk one oh seven one brought to you by Makers Mark. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. I have to tell you, I've just been during the break watching this country life vlog on YouTube, these Azerbaijani couple, and I am just talking thinking about like I need to retire. Oh, it's mesmerizing. As this way. I need mean, this is gonna be like my Don't start watching it unless you got goals. a whole afternoon because yeah. you just go from one video to the He's, next. They're just making they're making lasagna bolognese and basically this what <laughs> she just Took like a beef cut, <laughs> d- took the bone out, and then chopped the beef into like, you know, hunks, and then put them on like a tree stump and created ground beef, like yes. as we see as like burger yes, meat. With these I'm, knives, just, yeah. I'm a little bit obsessed. So. Yeah, oh, it's good. It's good. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in town. Um, I'm dying to know. What should I do after this? I know. I just, we got Succotash Retro, who's our friends who are kind of over, um, you know, not too far from us. Today is the annual Selby Stroll at Selby and Snelling from 10 to 6. Food, music, and shopping on St. Paul's favorite strip, which is Selby, you know, Selby and Snelling, which is great. And so there's like, uh, Oh, yeah, Calzada is over there. If you've not been to the Filipino restaurant, Calzada, you should go. Okay. You need to go. Give it a shot. It's really good stuff. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's happening. There's a lot. Like, we were talking about October. Yeah, it's October. There's got to be all kinds of... Um, Waldman, I know, has started theirs. And Waldman is a great German brewery over in, um, you know... Uh, in St. Paul. Okay. And uh, so that is, you know, a great place to go. They have great German sausages there. Oh, nice. Really spectacular. And that's happening today? That's happening or this tomorrow? weekend and I think next weekend as well. It's nice. all weekend long. Good. Um, and then um, and then I know that um, St. Paul Brewing, which is also St. Paul, best patio in the cities. Best patio. That's oh, yeah. the one that looks like it's like, it's the old Ham's Brewery. And then they have like, it looks like a European like ruins. Oh wow! And they've got they've tricked out the back, and they're doing um, tons of cool things. They have a stein that you can purchase, and then your beers are five dollars. Oh, that sounds great! Isn't that great? Um, Gostov is starting their Oktoberfest. That's kind of the legendary one. Sure, they're doing yes. it at the Fulton Northeast Brewery because the Gostov has been sold. I think it's not going to be a restaurant anymore. But the people behind it are still doing their Oktoberfest with Fulton. Oh, excellent! So that'll be fun. A tradition. They've got Kermartrick sausages and all sorts of stuff. Um, Black Forest Inn begins their t- uh, has begun their ten days of October festing. They have a, f- a food theme every single day at the restaurant. Do they? Yeah, and like they have dumpling night. Well, this is their moment. This is their thing. They have. Uh, well, let's see. Today dumpling is Kartoffelnacht, which is oh, like spitzel. potato with... night. Actually, oh, is it? oh potatoes. Yep. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be lots of different <laughs> potato things. Of not course, dumplings. Not dumplings. <laughs> dumpling night comes. I'm sorry. Dumpling night is day seven, Thursday. Okay. So all let's right. eat dumplings. They've all got right. bread and potatoes, meat and meat, and saucy dump- and dry dumplings. Okay. Um, but I, this is germane to your needs. Day eight next Friday is pretzel night. Oh yes. I know. Thank you. I know. They're chewy. You can't eat them. You have to eat them while holding a beer. Um, and by the way, they're going to have a Hocker Shore uh, beer that night. Here's the thing with, I was going to tell you this. When I was in Germany as like a, as a, you know, kid in high school. Yes. Like we went to, my host family took me to this like very fun beer hall. Beer garden. Or- and we wore the pretzels around our neck. That's how big they were. What? They were like the whole, like they made it so that there's <laughs> like, like a candy necklace. Yeah, only like, it's a pretzel necklace. But it's like the beer necklaces you get at at like beer fest, except for this was one giant pretzel you wow. wore as a necklace. Wow. And then you would just like lean Did down and take a it? bite. I was like, this is amazing. Have some beer. I mean, let's get all the carbs and starch and put it on your body. Um, where would you put the like mustard? I no, I'm a purist. <laughs> Maybe I walk up to a butter tray and dip my collar into it. That's right, a butterboard. Butterboard. Better butterboard. Better butterboard. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about this is something that's happening tomorrow or tonight. Um, and it's this art pop up that I kinda wanna make sure that people knew about if they didn't it's called Pancakes and Art. And it's a show that originated in LA in like two thousand nine and then it travels the country, but they bring oh. it's like a little pop up, but sure. it's all you can eat pancakes too. Oh, well. <laughs> 
If you're gonna be looking at art, this there's nothing is better than to do that with this pancakes. Is, yeah, so it's so it's and they have hundreds of pieces of like emerging artists and people have submitted and you can go and look and you can buy. Oh, fun! And it's cool, edgy art and it's a fifteen dollar ticket for all you can eat pancakes, live music, fun. Lexi, I feel like this is gonna be your jam if you. I mean, like this is like your definite or generation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like lots of cool people over there. Would you? Is this the thing you'd go to? Yeah, I'd definitely try it out. It sounds really good. I know and pancakes. Right? I'm, are the pancakes pan- a draw, or are they just sort of like it doesn't matter? I I love pancakes. You love a pancake, so yeah, I'm going there for that. Okay, there you go. I thought so. I thought that was a fun one. I was thinking about you. Um, we also have in um, the Arb is Apple Jam at the Arb. Oh yeah, you know about that? Yes, it's a hundred years yes, of the Harrelson right. Apple, which is of course that's right. My prefer app. My preferred apple is a Harrelson. Yeah. You know? Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Every All time. Right. It's a great pie apple. I mean, it is it's a tart. good pie apple. I like tart. Yeah. Nope. That's Tart's it. Tart's good for Tart's good. pies. Um, do you, have you done any orchards? Are you going to do any orchards? Uh, probably, you know, I love the apple house. They, they've already, you know, down at the Arb, they've already picked it for you. I know. And that's just so much easier. I, I think there's something like you go through your apple picking phase yes. where you're like, and maybe you have kids and you yeah, know, like I have that's a, when that happens. I have a great picture of Jakey and the little giant baby in the wagon, you know, yeah. as we're like beneath the trees and stuff. But like again, now I'm more about like. Although now I might get picky if I have reasons to be picky. If I want a certain apple in a certain size, or if I'm doing something right. like that, right? That I might go and do pick my own. But yes, absolutely. absolutely. I do like to just pick up a bag. I mean, there's that option. Yeah, and the apple house is fun to go to. There's lots of, you know, there's lots of other apple-like products, apple-adjacent products. Oh, gosh. Um, they have the cider donuts there from North Star Donut. Oh, they do. Yes, They've they got do. those cider the donuts. donuts. are there. So. I think I'd rather only eat donuts at uh, orchards. Yeah, I don't care right. about donuts any other day. No. I don't want them glazed and up or anything. And they need to be hot. I just and want they, mini donuts at an orchard. That is, I That's mean, it. it's the fair and orchards together. Done. I didn't have Done. any mini donuts this year, and I felt like I that, right? that was the thing that I... I missed out on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're. It's not too late. Go to the Apple House. Sure, I can Arb do this and do that. It's a beautiful time. If you wandering through the Arb this time of year, is, you know, it's just the colors are just starting, but they've still got beautiful. I was just there. They've still got beautiful flowers oh, to look at. Um, it's everything worth is it. still gorgeous, and and it will be for the next month because it's just be you know uh, different stages of fall. Yeah, no, it's we've lovely. got. To me, I always feel like locally we get really great stuff right around the first weekend of October. Yes, because that's usually the marathon and everything else. Right, and that's usually like such a great vibe. Yeah, this is a great time to be time. in Minneapolis or uh-huh. the Twin Cities. Twin Too true. Um, also, P.S. If you are thinking about going out to Apple Jam at the Orb, it's important to know that the Minnesota Herb Society's fall sale is also happening Ooh. so go into the gift shop because they have all these herbed vinegars and stuff there that you want to check out there's a lot there's a lot the arb is great the arb um if you are in the twin cities um and you maybe maybe you're going to go to the football game tomorrow do you have do people go do any in your life are you footballers i well we i i do actually like me some football and i love the vikings my brother used to be a Vi- Get uh, he, out! he played for the vikings really? in the 80s. yes Thanks. brett boyd if you know 
if you're like a really like a, yeah like a historian yeah, yeah. Like, you'd have to be really serious. okay but yeah no grew up with grew up with all that so love it so what's happening so i was just gonna let you know that the vincent burger oh my god have you seen I've this so excited about I know. this i am gonna do this so this is a pop-up happening at ito which is you know they took over east side and they made this cute little oh, italian right. spot jamie super cute no this is jamie's oh. gone from it okay and it's just um it's just it's actually Dennis Monroe and Matt Monroe. And, All right. And so they're doing, they have this little sort of Italian place where they're doing pizzas and right. they've got a market and they've got a wine shop. And then, but Vincent is, they brought Vincent on board as a, a team member. Oh, and good, so he's doing this, ad. the it's Vincent <laughs> burger pop up this, sa- this oh, Sunday. Wow. Okay. But they'll do it. I have, a, it's not like it's not coming back. Yeah. So, you know, Vincent is going to open a restaurant in I heard the that. former Bacon Social House. Space. I was very, I'm, I'm very happy to see him coming back. Yeah, to, me too. The restaurants. Me too. And he's, uh, if you guys haven't had the Vincent Burger, he was at the Twin Stadium too for a while, wasn't it? What? Maybe? Yeah, it was. Short rib, like braised short rib blended yeah. with the beef and then smoked Gouda stuffed inside. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it's that. Nothing there's that. nothing wrong with that. So it's at Ito. Ito, All Sunday. Right. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for joining, Meredith. Thanks for coming on. I'm so happy to I'm going to send thanks you pictures of my A, butterboard, and B, Bosque cheesecake. It's and look for butter the Bosque and cheesecake in the Star Tribune this Thursday. And we'll put a link up when you yes. when it posts. We'll put and a link follow up. me on Instagram, Meredith Deeds. All right. Thanks, everybody. Ciao, ciao.